Hey, everybody, Nick Perdomo. Thanks for listening to Cigar Pulpit. I have no idea why you're listening to these two clowns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. And on the line, we have a special guest. We have Nick Perdomo of Perdomo Cigars. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. It's a little warm here out on the deck at Jeff's house, but, you know. Southern Illinois. It's, uh, in the summer. It's July. What can you expect? Exactly. So, and speaking of. It's hot air. Yeah. Speaking of July, so we are about a couple days past the 4th, but like all good Americans, we didn't light all of our fireworks on the 4th of July. We saved some back for future parties. and Sometimes you got to keep your powder dry, precisely. if you know what I mean. So today we Don't are going to shoot the wad. Today we are going to be smoking the Perdomo Firecracker. It is an exclusive to Two Guys Cigars, and it measures three and a half by fifty, featuring a Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper and Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder and filler. There you go. Yeah, and I think it would be we'd be remiss if we didn't say, you know, the uh, Two Guys Cigar Shop. That's the Cigar Authority. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the uh, the podcast to emulate there. They're great people. And uh, I know uh, Mr. Perdomo is a big supporter of theirs and actually put this uh, cigar together for him. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. We will get into that in just a moment. Now, it's time that we go ahead and do the official cut. And the cut is brought to you by the Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Riverman Cigar Company, our man Dan over there, he's been persevering through all the COVID stuff. And now, right when he was getting the, the lounge in line and ready for, for some limited interaction in the lounge, um, that's when St. Louis County and St. Louis City insisted on masks. The uh, double whammy. Back, back on with the masks at, at, at all times in public places. So I know Dan has got the 1,500 square foot covered porch, and everybody's been hanging out and enjoying the uh, outdoor area there. But he's got something for everybody, uh, $3 to $100 in the budget, so... You can, you can definitely find something at Riverman Cigar Company. And if you don't live near St. Louis, or maybe you don't have a brick and mortar near you, Dan will do a mail order. All you got to do is just call him up, and you can get your cigars from Dan Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. We got to support guys like Dan and, and all the brick and mortar stores, that's for sure, especially with all that's, that's happened, you know, so that's great. Definitely, definitely. And Dan Dan has been a big supporter of ours for a while now, and we, we really appreciate Dan helping us out with the podcast. Amen. So, so this will be a little familiar to you, Mr. Perdomo, but with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. We admittedly ripped off the cut from Mr. Garofalo because we're such a fan and we thought it was such a great idea. It's and an homage. I, and it is an homage. <laughs> it is an homage. So now, now, Mr. Perdomo, I have to ask before we cut this, um, how do we cut this? Because this cigar has this little, um, for those of you who are unfamiliar the with, the, uh, with the firecracker, it's three and a half inches. So it's a little guy, but it's got this, this wick off the end of it, this little tail off the cap. And so how do, how do we cut this with, with the tail there? The, just, just, just use a flat cut. You can actually lift the wick up if you like. Some people leave the wick down inside the band. You could do it that way and just use a, a top, you know, uh, guillotine cutter on the top. Okay. And we're there. Cut it cleanly. Just, just cut the cap. And uh, do, guys, if you could do me one big favor, please call me Nick. Okay. My dad was my dad was Mr. Perdomo. Definitely, sir. So, All right, Nick. We can do that. So, <laughs> as I as I then call you sir right afterwards. So, <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> All right, so yeah, it just does a nice clean cut with the uh, Nick. With, you have to understand, the by the way, 
that our guy Nick here, we'll call him the bishop for the show since we have two Nicks on, no waiting. But you have to understand that that we basically started the cigar pulpit as uh, an homage to the Church of the Holy Perdomo, which is uh, what Nick always talked about when he was smoking your uh, Champagne Reserve Super Toros. <laughs> they were a holy experience, so... Well, I, I really, I, I really, I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah, the, the firecracker is a cigar that David Garofalo's had for many years. He picks a manufacturer to to make it. It's a seasonal release, and um, he he happens to be a dear friend of mine. David's been in business for thirty five years. One of the best retailers in America, and uh, and we're we're good friends. And he asked me about nineteen months ago if I would. Uh, if I would do the cigar form and, and I said, yes, I would. And, um, I hear some children in the background there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, uh, I have ha- neighbors in the pool. So yeah, they, we're, oh, that's, we're that's gonna, all right. Hey, it's, it's summer in Southern Illinois. We're going to power through. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love kids. So not a, not a biggie, but, uh, so normally he, he makes 500 boxes and he had asked me if I would make a thousand boxes for him. And he gave me a lot of notice. It was about 18 months ago, and I said, yes, I would. So we, we made the production. And um, I think the thing that was most humbling to me is that he, he said, I think I'll sell them out on my show on Saturday. And we started at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the max you could buy was two boxes. And by a little bit after lunchtime, he sold all 1,000 boxes, which was really humbling to me when people – trust your product and and try something and give you their money without even really trying it. So uh, it was touching to me. We sold a thousand boxes in two hours and 45 minutes and only a guy like Dave could do. And uh, I'd like to thank all the consumers out there and everybody's really enjoyed the cigars. I had to enjoy them too. It was a a blend that that I worked on with Dave and he wanted something that was uh, really rich and powerful. And uh, we came up with something that the, the guys liked Mr. Jonathan together with, with Dave and, and our tasting panel, and it's been it's been a winner, and I'm really proud that we got to do it, and I'm I'm glad that the consumers really enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad that I was able to score in under the wire Saturday morning uh, and pick up a box of these. Um, we got these right before we got them. We got them last week, right before the fourth, and we uh, we've been holding off, waiting for for you to come on the show for us to uh, to enjoy it and everything. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. So with that, thank Jeff, um, have you done a cold draw? Let's have you do the cold anything? draw. Well, let's take I, a look I have here. done a cold draw. I was just wondering. Okay, let's hear what you got. So it's kind of got a little bit of a kind of baking spicy kind of thing going on. Like an allspice? Or, yeah, like yeah. a nutmeggy kind of, yeah. and a little earthiness. What else have you, you got anything yeah, else I there? I get that. Hold on. Let me do the cold retro. Now, uh, Mr. Oh, Perdomo, Lord. Nick, I have to tell you, I have patented... The cold retro hail, oh. and it's becoming a thing now worldwide. So basically, what it is, it's a cold draw, but then you retro hail that out, um, so your olfactory senses pick up other notes. I've never, I've never done it, but I'll, uh, I'll take your word on it. Nick, Nick hates it. He thinks I'm a fool. He's just <laughs> all he's doing is getting. It's just an intense cold draw. I mean, he's not doing anything special. You know, you know why we retro hail when we do our tastings. We're trying to taste the lihedo or the strength tobaccos. To see if they're peppery and so on, and 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 that's 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 why we we do that a lot ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting uh, a little dried fruit and a little uh, maybe cinnamony type flavor. Okay, so yeah, that's what you, I'm getting. Why don't you give I'm it a light fire there? Up. I was gonna say. 
<laughs> yeah, that that makes sense. That's a it's got a lot of it's got a lot of rich tobaccos from not only the Esteli Valley but also from the Jalapa Valley. And I really wanted something that was extremely rich. And we laid those cigars down after we made them for about nine months because I wanted to make them early and I wanted to get the whole production done. And we made twenty thousand cigars, and I ended up making another five hundred boxes for Dave, and. Uh, those are probably going to come out in another four months, maybe by Labor Day weekend. Okay, is when we hope we're going to get another set. A lot of people don't know that, but now you, now you guys do because we sold out the whole production. He said, "Could you, could you make some more for me?" And it's hard to say no to Dave. So, so <laughs> hey, if so you're we, selling cigars, keep making them. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Uh, so it, it 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 I'm just uh, really touched at how how well the the, the cigar did and. Uh, but like I said earlier, nothing surprises me with Dave. They 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 really move a lot of cigars. And listen, I've been selling him cigars for 27 years, and uh, he's he's just a phenomenal retailer. And what I like about him is I remember during the boom times, he even helped his fellow retailers get cigars. He's just a, a wonderful guy. He's got a um, a cigar a cigar company called United Cigars, which they do a phenomenal job. And uh, I think the retailers should support him because. Uh, a lot of guys are in the business that were former retailers, and he's a retailer today. And what I like about him is how he always helps the retailers, even to this day. So uh, he's he's just a wonderful guy. No, he, that's awesome. He, his shop is definitely on my bucket list. I exactly. would like to go out there and you know be able to see the show. And you know, I'll I'll, I'll say it. I, I have no problem saying this. I'd love to sit in and watch a uh, taping of the Cigar Authority as I well. I don't know why you would have a problem saying yeah. that. No, exactly. So um, yeah. the cigar. This is a meaty little cigar just right mm-hmm. off the bat. This thing's got a little bit of little bit of punch to it. Oh yeah. That's that's what we wanted to do. And another thing we wanted to do was to make that cigar last, even though it's at three and a half inches. I wanted that cigar to last about forty to fifty minutes. Okay. And uh and the way we did that is using a lot of thicker type tobaccos with a system that we use. It's kind of like a funnel that we call it to and tube to make tubes. And uh, what it does is instead of burning straight back, it burns almost in a circular type of format. And what that does, it makes the cigar burn slower. And that's what we're known for. And um, and I think you get a lot of bang for your buck on that cigar. And uh, it's been well-received. I've gotten a lot of nice compliments on the cigar. And a lot of guys who've, who've smoked this Firecracker series for years, a lot of them have bestowed a lot of nice compliments and saying this is the best one they ever smoked so that's always nice to hear oh that's great and i know i've got at least a couple of friends that they uh for whatever reason may have fallen asleep at the switch that saturday morning and didn't get their boxes ordered but so they'll be they'll be happy to hear that maybe come around labor day they can they can uh look up uh two guys and hopefully score uh, score some of these for themselves so yeah, he'll 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 sell that those other five hundred boxes. He'll sell them in a couple hours again. It's 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 crazy. And he only limit he limits them to two boxes. The max you the minimum you can buy is one. The max you can buy is two. And uh, really, thank thanks to everybody out there who who's, who's who bought a box and tried them with sight on. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, quick question here. I'm picking up on the retro hail. I'm picking up white pepper. Am I crazy there? No, you're not. Those okay. are those are those are tobaccos from the Esteli Valley that are really got a nice spice and, and kind of a peppery thing, and it's a real clean finish, and it's it's a layered type of tobacco I call it, and it does have hints of like a white pepper, which I absolutely love. 
when I, when I blow the smoke out of my nose, you know? So, um, and, and, you know, our tasting panel really enjoyed the cigar. A lot of, a lot of our guys are older and we're like three and a half inches. And I'm like, no, you got to understand what's this, what's this long tail. And I'm trying to explain them in Spanish. It's a, (laughs) it's a firecracker. And, you know, I got a Ritzy's Garcia who's 90 years old, who's, who just celebrated 78 years in the cigar industry. And he's telling me in Spanish, I love this cigar. I've never saw a cigar so small. Can I get a couple? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. So <laughs> it was, uh, it, 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 it was really good. And our, our tasting panel really enjoyed it. And so it was, it was, it was, it was really good. That's great. That's great. Now, Nick and I are both really big fans of your line. Um, I, I tend to smoke a lot of the, uh, Oh, I guess it's the Lot 23 and sure. also the uh, Factory uh, Tour Blend. And yeah. Nick is a big fan of? the Well, obviously the Champagne. Um, I've been smoking a lot of the, I believe it's what, your 12-year bourbon barrel-aged lately? Yeah, the double-aged vintage. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm really digging on that lately. Now, with that being said, you have a couple of new additions to the line that have been announced as well. Would you care to talk about those? Absolutely. You know, we normally don't come out with new cigars. I think that most people have a good repertoire, and I think the retailers have lots of cigars in their, in their inventory. So normally we come out with a cigar sometimes maybe once every three to five years. Uh, we have a brand called Perdomo Reserve Champagne Sun Grown and Champagne Noir. These are brands that have been out in the industry for 20 years, and I wanted to not only uh, – Remerchandise and, and and reface them up. I also wanted to reblend the cigars. I have have a tremendous inventory of some great tobaccos from the Jalapa Valley, which is about an hour and a half north of us. These tobaccos are these grounds are very mineral laden and they they produce a lot of sweetness. And I wanted to produce a really nice rich cigar with really nice hints of sweetness. And um, we came out with the cigar. This was a a really a labor of love of mine that I wanted to do and. Uh, Took me a little over two and a half years to come up with the with the with the uh, with the actual brand, and we were going to release these in February. But after everything that came up with with all this, we we decided to hold off, and we're going to release the new Perdomo Reserve Ten Year Sun Grown and Maduro August the third. We're really proud of it. Um, again, our tasting panel with over 250 years of, of experience really loved it. We never usually come to a consensus. But uh, our whole team did and really loved the cigar. And one of the things that we did this year is on our factory tour, we had uh, a little over 200 consumers and retailers. We gave them a cigar. We just said, try this. We didn't say it was anything new because I don't want them to have any perception. Just try this. Tell me what you think. And uh, the consensus was, wow. And uh, we really knew we had a winner on our hand. And Arthur Kemper, our vice president, does a wonderful job in our packaging and came out with this beautiful blue. Blue is my favorite color, but I've never come out with blue. It's got a hologram to it, so when light hits it in the humidor, it kind of like changes to different hues of blue. And we came out with this really beautiful, almost like a metal flake blood red for the sun grown. And I think these things are just so beautiful together with the cigars. Um, I think it's really going to fly off our, our brick and mortar shelves and we're really proud of it. And what I'm really proud of, normally after we make the cigars, we put them in our aging rooms for about 185 days. These cigars, when they hit the shelves, have been in our aging rooms for over one year. Wow. So they, I'm, I'm smoking a Maduro right now, and it's like, we always say in Spanish, it's like smoking cream. It's so smooth. 
And <laughs> when you translate it in English, it's probably not not the best thing. But um, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it's it's really 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 a smooth cigar, and um, we've we've been really happy with it. You know, so it's 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 been a big it's been a big. Uh, I think it's going to be a big winner for us. Our sales team, we just had a sales meeting early this morning, and uh, I think we have almost the whole production for the first hit in August completely sold out. So um, we're, we're really happy with it. It, it. It's going to come out in increments. The first increment is going to be, uh, I think, 175,000 cigars. And uh, production for both, we're going to we're, – we're, we it's 1.2 million cigars sun-grown and 1 million cigars exactly on the dot of Maduro. And that's what we estimate will sell in a little less than a year's time. So we've been really happy with, with what we're seeing so far. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So the um, the the Champagne Noir, that's going to become the 10th anniversary Maduro, but with a different blend, correct? Yeah, the Champagne Noir is going to be retired, and the old Champagne Sun Grown is going to be retired. And uh, what we did is we, we held off by not selling the brand uh, because we wanted we wanted to to kind of bleed them out so the retailers wouldn't have any in stock by the time that we came out with with the new series. So um, it it's 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 worked itself out really perfectly for us. So that's, it's it's been good. That's great. I'll tell you, I have a story about the Champagne Noir. So my wife and I we went to uh, Washington D.C. She was going for a uh, uh, work conference. This would have been November of 2018, and I had just started smoking back in July of that year, and I was in D.C. I mean, I had nothing to do, so I'm just traipsing around, and I end up at Shelly's Back Room right there in Washington. And, right. And, you know, I walk in, and, you know, the, the hostess seats me, and she gives me the menu, and I'm looking over the menu of cigars, and I'm not going to lie, uh, Nick, I, I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at this menu, and I... I I've been smoking, you know, four months, and I, I don't know what I'm even looking at. I don't know what anything is, but I saw your name, and I'm like, okay, I know I like those cigars. And so then I saw that they had the, uh, they listed off a champagne, and I said, well, okay, I've had the champagne before. I really like the champagne. I'm going to order that. They brought it out to me, and it was the Champagne Noir, and um, I hadn't had that one before, and so they lit it up for me and everything, and we got going, and... It was just a fantastic smoke, and so I've I've enjoyed the noir uh, ever since then. Because so every time I look back on it, I think of that time that I went to Shelley's and and took a gamble and had a fantastic time. Yeah, they're, they're, they they do a great job up there in the D.C. area, and um, it, it was a big brand for us. But like I said, the brand was out for twenty years. Yeah, and I really wanted to just revamp it. I had some incredible tobaccos, and I'm not one. To, even if I want to fortify a cigar or or reblend it, I'm not going to use the same band on it. I just think it's disingenuous. So what I wanted to do was to come up with something new. Um, our retailers have asked us because, listen, we haven't had a new brand in, in almost three and a half years. I just don't come out with many new brands. And um, I'm really excited about this new release. I think it's going to be great. Our sales team is real excited about it. And our retailers are real excited about it. So um, I, I, I really think it's going to be a big winner. I don't know if you got to see the packaging. It's been all I over have, social media. It's a, yeah, it was on Half Wheel and different places. So so we're happy about it. Um, you know, so it, it's been good. 
No, I have seen the packaging. The packaging looks okay. really, really nice. I mean, and, and you're yeah, right. That blue you. and the red just just immediately pop and grab the eye. I, I can't not acknowledge this. It's I think somebody just came by and did a drive-by because somebody <laughs> fired a shot at us while you were talking. I don't, not, not necessarily. We don't know what that was. It may have been somebody i don't know what that was but anyway that, that was that was gunfire there <laughs> that was not that gunfire. was gunfire anyway i hope not i yeah. hope not too so <laughs> um so anyway so getting into like a broader discussion here so you've kind of touched on the kind of the state of the world since february march and and dealing with the covid pandemic and everything so uh how has that impacted perdomo and, um, you know, do you anticipate any sort of, I mean, it doesn't sound like you do based upon the numbers of these new cigars, but do you anticipate any sort of production issues or anything like that maybe coming out of it? No, we've actually had great production. We've never stopped the factory. One of the things that we told our, our workforce was if, if they wanted to stop. Um, one of the things that we're famous about is the cleanliness of our facilities um, I'm kind of a germ freak. Anybody who's come to our factory will attest to that. Uh, we swap and uh, we we sweep and mop nonstop. And I'm a former Navy guy. We field day the facilities every single day. Um, we freeze all our tobacco. And thank God, our our complete work staff. We've been zero of coronavirus. I've been tested numerous times, and uh, everything has been good. And I almost feel bad. But we ended up doing specials that we normally don't do in the months of March, April, and May, because I wanted to help our brick and mortar guys, um, be able to make a little more margin because I know their directs and indirects never stop, nor do their rents. And as a business guy myself, I know what they've gone through. Um, you know, we have a unique company, 80% of my business, 81.2% of my business is brick and mortar. I don't do a ton of business with catalog companies. Um, not that I'm against them, but there's a lot of people that don't have retail stores even near them. <clears throat> but if you notice me on social media a lot, I, I I really push trying to support all the brick and mortar stores. I think they're super important. And um, it, what's happened is our business has grown. I think with this, I think a lot of people are smoking more cigars, as crazy as it sounds. Um, of course, the catalog companies ordered tremendously during this time because they could. And But even on the cash and carry on the outside, the sales have been incredible. We're right now we're up double digits, which is pretty astronomical for the amount of cigars we make. And uh, we were just talking to our sales staff this morning. We had the best January, February, believe it or not, March, April, May, and June in the history of the company. Wow! And I think a lot of it has to do because we're in in stock position. Our retailers can order, get their cigars, and sell them. And I know that sounds crazy, but there's been a lot of shortages uh, with cigars. And retailers, especially more than ever, need to be shipped cigars. And um, and it's been a blessing for us in the sense that we've been able to ship our retailers and they've been able to sell the cigars. And uh, that's a great thing. No, that is a great thing. And, you know, just anecdotally around here, we, we're based in St. Louis and you know, it's one of those things that we've talked with some shop owners, and they've actually told stories to us about people that used to be online shoppers, you know, and maybe throughout the COVID, they, they found that some of these online shoppers would stop in the store and say, you know, hey, 
I, I want to support the brick and mortar during this time and everything. And so they, they came in and they bought cigars from them. And now these guys are just regular customers. They, they've experienced Fantastic. the brick and mortar experience and now they're, now they're regular customers. So it's, it's been really nice. You know, I could tell you a quick story on, on why I'm so pro, pro brick and mortar. You know, I play drums and when I was a kid, I had a gig to play and believe it or not, I, I broke some of my drumsticks and I needed, I needed drumsticks. So I called, I called my local shop and I said, when do you close? And they said, we close at seven. And of course it was six thirty. And I said, I'm probably going to be a little late. Is there any way I can get a couple set of drumsticks? And they said, yes. And they stayed open for me. And I never forgot that. And I was telling a guy one time, well, I could save a dollar. I said, you know, sometimes you ought to look at when you go into a brick and mortar store and you go into a guy's shop and, and he stays open for you when you buy a cigar or, and I was telling the story about me with these drumsticks. And I said, how much is that worth to me? I would have paid $10 more for those drumsticks back then, because if I would have called a company or a catalog, they wouldn't have been able to ship them to me. And I think today more than ever, I think people need to realize that businesses need support. And I'm a big believer that everybody's essential. I'm really tired of these politicians telling us that a liquor store is essential, but a cigar store is not. I oh, think I it yep. is. I think everybody's essential, and uh, it's pained me to see a lot of my friends in the industry. It's my third decade being in the in the premium cigar industry, and and talking to a lot of my friends who've been in business and seeing how they've had to struggle because the rents never stopped. They, you know, the, their employees, you know, need to get paid and so on, and and they did it without, you know, with them. With, with business impeding them because of this. And uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to help our brick-and-mortar stores even more so to this day than we've ever had to try to keep them afloat because in Perdoma world, the brick-and-mortar shops are, are really important to us. Definitely. Well, and you mentioned the government there, you know, with kind of some of the restrictions and things that they put on during COVID. But I, I wanted to get into the broader aspect of how the government is, uh, you know, kind of getting in the way of or hindering the premium cigar industry and the, uh, the uh, standard equivalency that is being talked yeah. about right now. How, I, what are your thoughts on that and how is that affecting what you do moving forward? Well, you got to remember, my family came from a communist country. I'm I'm totally against all regulation. I think Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are definitely non essential. So you know, <laughs> the thing, you know, definitely. My my, you, you my, my thing is my my thing is cigar stores are are legal. These guys are trying to make a living, and you shouldn't impede their business. And you should allow them to stay open and do what they need to do. And you can take measures to protect yourself from what the what the government is telling us are the right measures and you don't have to close them and impede their business. That's the, that's the first thing. And, you know, as far as, as, as FDA regulation, one of the things that we did because we've been in business so long is this draconian law where you, you had to have brands before February, 2007. If you look at brands like Perdomo Reserve Champagne and, and, uh, Perdomo Habano and, you know, uh, lot 23, all the, most of our brands have been out, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years. So all those were grandfathered in. And luckily, we just won a court battle on SCs that protects really the rest of our brands because we have SKUs that match those brands. So our retailers are going to be protected from future FDA regulation on Perdomo. And we invested a tremendous amount of money um, 
with this, we, we hired a top FDA lawyer in Washington, D.C., who really knew everything about it because he, he dealt with FDA with cigarettes also. And uh, we, we, followed, we, we followed the law to the T. And uh, right now, our grandfather products are the size of encyclopedias. And really, the only brand that, um, that we didn't have that, that didn't meet the criteria was 20th Anniversary, which is one of our newer brands, which is actually eight years old. And uh, even with that, we we can we don't even need to see it because we have those sizes already grandfathered in from other brands. So again, our our retailers and our consumers are protected from FDA regulation. But do I'm totally against it. I think it's it's draconian. I think it it cost our company a lot of money. And instead of me doing what I love, which is making cigars, I was up on Capitol Hill and. Fighting with CR, fighting with the CRA together and the CA, which I'm a board member of, and um, you know, and the IPCPR, which you know, I've been a member for 27 years, and uh, it's not fun, you know, dealing with lobbyists and politicians. I'm a I'm a farmer. I want to make cigars and I want to grow tobacco. That's what I do best, and that's what I enjoy. But you know, you got to fight for your industry. My son's in it, and. Uh, I'm to the point now where whatever it takes that needs to be done, I do, and, and that's what I do. But the company is in excellent shape with, with the regulation because we did everything from the time we had to. And I didn't. I don't want to wish it away because dreams and wishes aren't reality when it comes down to government regulations. So I, I think our company did exactly what he did, what we were supposed to do, and we're extremely well prepared for it. So uh, it's, it, again, another great thing that, that, that we did, and uh, we're blessed that we could do it. Good deal. Well, another question I have for you, and this is related to an individual cigar shop, but we've just watched uh, Max Smoke Shop out in Palo Alto, California, um, essentially get <laughs> legislated out of business because of, I hate to use the term do-gooders. By the way, politically, we may, <laughs> we may align ourselves quite a bit there from uh, some of your earlier statements, but... You know, we watched the uh, council out in Palo Alto basically just tell Max, "Hey, you know, we appreciate your 85 years. Hit, hit, hit the bricks. You know, they're they're not going to allow them to stay open, and it's all through a flavored tobacco ban that they've put in place there, which is going to kill their uh, you know pipe tobacco sales that they have. And you know, that's one of the things that I think a lot of local retailers at a lot of local levels are facing this fight. You know, Max just happens to be the one that." you know, reached out to us and we talked to them on the, you know, on the podcast here. But, uh, you know, what's happening on the local level, I think, may be impacting the industry as much as what's happening on the national level. You're, you're spot on right. It's it's really sad to hear such a thing. I mean, it, this is a, a store that's been around 85 years. It's doing something totally legal. And they're, you know, look, the People's Republic of California is getting really bad. Um, it's just It's just unbelievable what they're doing to businesses in the state of California, it's it's totally un-American and it's 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 not even it's not even a democracy. Sometimes I mean it's crazy. These guys are trying to make a living. They have a a store and and a and a, a council, uh, you know, tries to put people out of business. It's it's really a bad thing. That's why there's over a million people a year leaving the state of California. They keep going the way they're going. They're just going to fall into the ground. It's uh, it's sad. It's a beautiful state. It's just um, it's unfortunate. The people that run it are just really hurting honest businesses and i'm totally against that now switching gears a little bit um i was at tpe and i saw your son there and he was 
gracious enough to take some time to uh, to speak with me while while at the trade show, and I really appreciate that. But you, at the time, were down, I believe, in uh, Nicaragua doing your tours, your factory tours, correct? Yes, sir, I was. Um, so did, were you able to get in, uh, I guess, I don't know how many you scheduled throughout the year, but has I assume COVID has kind of slowed those down, and... Um, uh, are you? Are you plan? I assume you're planning on bringing them back maybe next year. I, I, I we're definitely picking up. We already have some trips already sold out. <clears throat> we do the trips in January and February, and um, we we had we had a we had we had a phenomenal year this year in the factory tours. We had over 530 people attend it, and uh, it, it's always good. I've been doing it for 15 years, and it's really a university. It's uh, it's something that I really enjoy. I love showing people our passion, and uh, my vice president, Arthur Kemper, and I are the only ones that, that, that do it. They've been uh, extremely successful, and people get to see what we love to do. And because we're completely vertically integrated, when you come on our trip, you really get to see everything from genetics to for seed, uh, for seed varieties, meteorological, farming, box making. We do it all. We even make our own staples. I mean, oh, wow. the company, uh, it's, since 1999, it's been completely vertical. The only thing that we, we purchase outside are, are, are Connecticut seed wrappers grown in Ecuador. And the family that grows it for us, the Perez family, have been growing wrappers for us for, for 26 years. So, um, you know, we, we, we really have that even zeroed in. And, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's one of our, our, our greatest resources is, is not only our people, but uh, being a completely vertically integrated uh, facility is, is, is really a, a godsend for us. That's great. So where can folks find out about the tours if they're interested in maybe partnering? They, 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 can, call, they can call us at 305-627-6700 or go to our website to get information and get a packet. There's uh, certain things that, that, that they have to do. Of course, they have to have a passport and so on. But uh, Nicaragua is a beautiful country, and it, it, it's, it's just a blast. But... It, our tour is a little different. It, if you're looking just to, to party, it's it's the wrong tour. We have a lot of, we have a great time in the evenings and stuff, but it, it's about learning. Uh, listen, you can you can get drunk at your house. It, it's all about <laughs> learning about cigars, and it's really for people that really want to know what Perdomo does and really w- wants to know um, four generations of cigar making and what we do. And we show them everything. My dad had a booklet that said it took 3,054 steps to make a Perdomo cigar. And we actually, in two and a half days, visually show you 3,054 steps. We we get you in, involved in it, whether it be picking tobacco or going you know, into the curing houses and helping out. We really try to involve all our consumers and retailers into it. And it's uh, it's been a big win for, for our company by doing it. That's fantastic. Now, I want to take a moment and circle back on the cigar here because we're down uh, about halfway or so. And uh, what do you get there, Nick? Um, it's still got some some real pepper, some spice to it. It's got a little earthy flavor to it. That that kind of nutmeggy, you know, baking spice thing is it's there, but not like subsiding. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But and yeah, I, I'm definitely picking up more pepper. I'm going to go for the uh, mid retro hail here. Oh god, you ready? All right, go ahead. I will say it's probably not saying strong, but like probably maybe one of the boldest cigars of out of your catalog that I've had. Oh, it, def- it, it definitely is. It's, it's what they wanted, you know. Yeah. Um, listen, normally I can make a, I can make your eyes water if, if I wanted. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> that, whole, that retro hail just did that to me. By the way, that yeah. white pepper is good yeah. and strong. So, 
Yeah, my, my whole thing about cigar making, regardless of a blend, is is to try to make something that's that's layered in flavor, that has a lot of complexity, but that when you're done, you can enjoy it again, whether you're drinking a bourbon, a single malt scotch, or a cup of cough. I want you to be able to to really enjoy the cigars and be able to smoke more than one. You know, it's it's not about how strong I can make it. It's about how flavorful I can make it and how complex I can make it. Well, and this, this team, is definitely a complex a cigar. Yeah. yeah. I'm now, glad you like it. Now, you, you missed this because Nick actually potted his mic down, but he did a retro hail, and I thought his head was going to explode. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's there, man. I mean, there's definitely some pepper and some spice on the uh, – on the retro hail, and I will admit you're you're dead on with the smoking time. Um, we we lit this thing up probably a little little after we started the call, and we've been talking oh probably you know about half an hour, forty minutes or so, and so yeah, I think it's going to be dead on right to about forty five minutes to fifty minutes worth of smoking time for me. So so for for a short three and a half inch cigar, your 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 guys there they they. They nailed it. I mean, it's oh, a, yeah. it's a great smoking time on this. Now, our friend uh, over at Final Third Cigar, we affectionately call him Broccoli Rob. He would milk this into about a three-hour smoke. <laughs> I've never true. seen anyone smoke as slow as that guy. It's amazing. That's a uh, <clears throat> that's a gift. You know, that's that's a good thing. He savors that, every that, bit. Yes, he does every bit. That, so. that, that that's a good thing. Yeah, so not, not a bad thing. One of the things I want to delve into, um, it, you know, I grew up on a farm. And, you know, we did the corn, corn, beans, wheat, you know, that kind of thing. We had some cows that we, you know, fed out, you know, and whatnot. But it amazes me, like with you, with your farming operation, it, just what is the scope of it? Like how many acres of tobacco are you currently farming? Right now, we're, we're this year, 2019, 2020, we grew on 1,410 acres, which wow. is a lot for tobacco. We're one of the biggest growers of tobacco in all of Central America. And uh, it's one of my loves. And uh, we had a phenomenal crop this year, even though we had a tornado hit two of our curing barns in Jalapa Valley. Oh, wow. Um, uh, things were, were fantastic this year, and uh, we're really excited. I've, I've actually had three trips canceled to Nicaragua because of this, and uh, I'm supposed to be going again next month. Hopefully it works out, but uh, I'm dying to see the crop. I'm, you know, pictures and videos don't do it justice, so um, I really, I really want to – Really looking forward to get back down to my home in Esteli and <clears throat> and being able to to, to see our crop and um, I miss it down there. I also miss doing events and miss, really miss going out to the cigar stores and and you know seeing everybody. And it was nice being out in New England last week and 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 doing these events over two guys and and visiting guys like twins and the different shops that we deal with in the New England area. I'll be in Texas in about ten days in, in the Houston area in the San Antonio area, um, and and visiting our our retailers around there. And then <clears throat> I really start hitting it in September, October, November, December. You know, even at my age, I just I I really enjoy going out there and visiting as many cigar stores, visiting our consumers, and and visiting our retailers. It's it's a joy for me. Nobody ever comes to me and says, I'm going through a terrible divorce. I need a box of cigars. They're, they're all happy to see you. And, uh, really a lot of times I got to pinch myself. Um, I, I'm really, really one of the luckiest guys in the world that, uh, that, you know, that I can do not something that not only something that I love, but just, you meet some of the finest people and 
in cigar stores and cigar lounges. And uh, I'm truly blessed. I was, I was telling my son, I said, in my stage in my career, the only thing that I really care about is that our retailers are confident in selling our products and our consumers always say, you know, I've never really had a bad Perdomo. And, and those are the greatest compliments you can get in reality. Well, and I can, I can double down on that because I haven't. You know, I like I said, I smoke a lot of cigars and been smoking a lot longer than Nick. And yours, your your lines, like I said, the Lot 23, the Factory Tour, you know, the Champagnes, I, you know, I've never found a cigar that I didn't enjoy. And especially you know, this Firecracker this is a great little stick. It is a great stick. Yes. Well, thank you so much. That's uh, that's that's music to my ears. It it just shows that the greatest asset that I have is, is certainly not me. It's it's our workers and our company, and they, they just they just do a phenomenal job. You know, one of the things I'm most proud of, and I probably echoed in every interview, is that the average worker has worked for Perdomo Cigars for 19.6 years, and I'm proud of that. I have a, a, a just an outstanding staff. Uh, just this year, we implemented a new school to train young folks how to roll cigars, and it's an apprenticeship, apprenticeship program that we're putting in effect because we know that in another 10 years, um, a lot of our guys are going to start retiring. Um, we've, we've actually had 649 employees retire from the company. And um, we, we want to we start getting a little younger, and we're doing that. And, um, you know, things are, things are hitting all cylinders. We're, we're very blessed. God's been good to, to Perdomo Cigars, that's for sure. No, that's great that you're looking ahead to the future because you're right. You know, I mean, it's a it's an artisan craft, and and in order for that to continue, new people need to learn it. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, Nick, we really want to thank you for your time. Uh, we are just absolutely enjoying this this firecracker immensely, and we definitely look forward to trying the uh, the new uh, the new Reserve Maduro and Sungrown when those come out in August. Well, I'm hoping you guys really enjoy them, and I thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be on your show. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed doing this, and thank you guys so much. Uh, We really appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and you guys have a a, a great week. That was awesome. I I really enjoyed that. I mean, I've been absolutely blessed to to speak to him twice now a returning guest i know and i'm i'm really thankful that that nick took time out of his day to do this i know he's been really busy and you know he was on a conference call earlier today and and uh well i love the fact that their sales are up you know and that is phenomenal i'll say this we've heard that from a couple of different guests now you know i know christian mentioned that with cle now uh nick has mentioned that with perdomo i mean that's a good thing the way i see it that's a great thing and you know look if everybody else is like me they're burning sticks like crazy throughout the covid time so because you got time uh, exactly you actually have time to sit and do it so no i think it's i think it's a great thing so absolutely and i'm looking forward to the new sticks the the uh, maduro and sun-grown uh yeah, I'm not Reserve. sure he quite gathered how much of a, you know, cult follower you are of his. So <laughs> that's probably best we toned that down for the interview. Probably. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to look like we're total stalkers. Uh, you know, hello, my brothers. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? So anyway. Well, so what are you getting on the uh, the firecracker? It's good. I'm I'm getting down to my final third here for sure. I am actually done. Um, are you? I, I'm done. I, I got it down to as far as I could get it. And... Uh, 
it's a it's it's a meaty little cigar, man. There's a lot of power packed in that three and a half by fifty cigars there. Yes, it's 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 a good stick. A lot of a lot of a lot pepper, going on. A lot of pepper. Yeah. Like I said, some earthy tones. Um, some uh, some uh, you know. Uh, baking spice, kind of nutmeggy, kind of thing going on. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on with that cigar. I really like it a lot. Yeah, and I like the fact that even though it's sold out, there are going to be more come out. Well, that's, that's just, a good thing. That's just smart business on that his is smart part. Business. I mean, it's like you know, you make you make enough so that when it sells out, you can always do a little comeback to it. Exactly. So, anyway. You know what time it is? I think it's time for us to do a little Ask the Boys. That's right. I think so. All right. So, um, we have questions. And we have questions via the Cigar Pulpit Hotline. So, folks, you want to make sure that you give us a call at area code 863-874-0000. Leave your voicemail, and we will be sure to answer your questions on the air via the uh, Cigar Pulpit Hotline. Yay. So, our first question today is right here, and it appears as though this actually might be this might be two voicemails that go together. It looks like, based upon the transcription, um, maybe he uh, may have forgotten his first question in the first voicemail and then circled back for the second. Fair enough. So I'm going to play two messages back-to-back Okay. Here, okay? So here's our first question. Good morning. This is Travis Siepert from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Got a couple <laughs> questions for the boys. First off, we uh, we hear you make references to your to your wife, Nick, and Gator makes references to his ex-wife that he has good relationships with. I've been really enjoying the uh, the good cigars dynamic between the husband-wife duo. I was wondering if you two would ever consider, or if your, let's say, partners, whatever you want to refer to Gator's ex-wife as, would ever have any interest in joining you on the program. I think that could be a lot of fun. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Okay, so before we get to his second question, how about we address that question? There you go. Um, I'd love to have Kristen on. She she enjoys cigars. I actually put a picture of her up on my Instagram, uh, the Naked Gator page, and uh, she was smoking. Uh, whoa, wait, that was a uh, AJ Fernandez yeah, cigar. AJ Fernandez, yep. yes. And you know she does sit out and enjoy cigars with me, and I would love to have her come on the pulpit sometime. My wife is a little less interested, so not a cigar smoker. Probably gonna be a pass on on mine. Fair enough, yeah. but yeah, I would I would be more than happy to have Kristen come on. Well, there you go. Yeah, she. Uh, but trust me, her and Nick could uh, rip on me. They have stories. Oh yeah, between the two of us, Gator wouldn't make it out of that episode alive. <laughs> so, and for the second question, good morning, Travis Siebert again. I remember what my second question is. You guys talk a lot about uh, the People's Republic of Illinois and your general disdain for uh, the state of Illinois, but yet you continue to live there. I've got a hypothetical for you. If you could take everything you built, your newspapers, your radio stations, family, even your your physical house, you could take it and put it somewhere else, magically speaking. Where would you live if you could go somewhere without any of the burdens, troubles, hassles of actually moving? All right. Thanks, boys. Stay smoky. Oh, man. You want me to cover that one first? Where could I go? Yeah, why don't I, you go I know first? where we'd go. Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Probably Florida. Yeah. 
I mean... Nick's dream is to be homeless on the beach in Key West. I wouldn't say that my dream is to be homeless on the You've beach. You've mentioned it many times. I've said that if I, if I were homeless, I would go to Key West because if you're homeless, I don't know why you're living anywhere that has four seasons. That's just ignorant. You know? <laughs> if you're homeless, why would you live anywhere that a quarter of the year it's cold? You know, now if the, not more than a quarter. The, of the beauty year. of the keys that Nick has pointed out is if you if you were you to go down there, you can live on the beach. Yeah. You can you can get an odd job, just enough to make some money for drinks and food, and then when the hurricanes come, the government takes you out. Yeah. So it's a it's 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 a win win all the way around. I mean, it, all well, day you, long. By I'd takes be, you out, you mean buses you off of the islands. Buses not, you off, not and, just comes down and shoots you. Yes, I mean they take you away from the island precisely. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. But but um, I will say, you know, in terms of me uprooting my life and going someplace, Florida's attractive, man. It they is. Got that, they, they don't have that income tax. They got uh, oysters, they, too. They don't man. have that state income tax. They've got great weather all year long for the most part. I mean, look, I food. will admit I'm going to have to continue to lose weight and lose a lot more weight to be happy all year long down there because I'm fat and I don't like the summertime because, you know, hot. And fat equals uncomfortable. Yeah. But I will say the wintertime down there. Oh. Oh, my God. It's so cold. It's like 50 today. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what that is? That's sitting outside and having a stogie weather. Yeah, it is. is. In shorts for me. Exactly. So, honestly, I could take Florida all day long. Right there with you. And, Travis, thank you, buddy. I know you're a longtime listener. You've given us questions before. And we really do appreciate you listening. Yep. So, here comes our next question for Ask the Boys. Hey, good morning, guys. This is Wally from California, and I grew up in a similar area to where you guys are at right now, and I was just wondering, how do you guys store your cigars, and is it more, do you guys look more at the humidity than the temperature, or do you look at the temperature and the humidity at the same? Being out here in California, I really need to keep my cigars in a winador that keep them steady so i was just wondering how y'all do that back home in the midwest all right thanks for having this enjoy listening to you guys take care bye good question hey wally so yeah so in terms of how i store my cigars um i have to keep track of both uh humidity and temperature i i keep my humidors i try and keep them between um 62 and 68 i know that's a that's a fairly broad range um but it is difficult to maintain uh, a steady humidity here in the midwest where you have days where you'll hit 90 percent humidity and then you'll have days where in the winter time where you have like no humidity and so i kind of have a fairly broad range with my cigars between 62 and 68 in terms of temperature um that's a little trickier for me because the uh, room I have at my house, that's my, that's my home office, if you shut the door of that room, the airflow in there is horrible. And it, in the wintertime, it heats up. And in the wintertime, did I say wintertime? In the summertime, it heats up. And in the wintertime, it's, it's really cold. And the cold is less of a concern than the heat. Um, like, so right now... I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of wrapping my wife's knuckles a little bit about you know keep the air conditioner proper and and 
don't turn it don't turn it down or up so high and because she's trying to conserve electricity but my whole thing is we got to maintain temperature so got to protect the sticks got to protect the sticks so <laughs> so i've started leaving the door of that room open which it, the only reason i don't normally anyway is just because i have a four-year-old that's running around and i've got valuables and things like that in there that i don't really want him getting into but i you're, have you're, i have uh, kind of Dealing with comic that. book collectibles and whatnot, all sorts of various things. Jeff. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're such a nerd. I know, but anyway, so I, I, I do worry about both. But in terms of the humidity, as long as I can keep it between 62 and 68, I'm comfortable. And as long as the temperature, I mean, there's probably going to be some people that cringe when I say this, but like, if I'm rocking. 73 or below that I'm happy. Ideally it would be, you know, 68 to 70 and below I'd be happy, yeah. but but realistically in the summertime it is very difficult short of some sort of wine or temperature controlled device for me to to maintain that. Yeah. Well, and you know, I on the other hand have a covered deck and during rainstorms, I like to bring my uh, humidor out and just open it up and let it suck up all the humidity. That is I can. such a horrible thing for you to do. All you're doing is sucking up Mississippi rain or Mississippi River water. You know, you have any idea what's in that? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not submerging it in the no. You're just river. you're just allowing it to absorb all of that into it. So your cigars are getting the nice cedar taste along with the taste of like chemicals and. Uh, oils and dead fish and all sorts of other other things it's all natural yeah no it's not <laughs> anyway it drives nick nuts every time he sees me do oh it. it's so foul <laughs> i mean he'll he'll bring it out and the thing will have like uh a hu- base humidity of like maybe pff, i don't know 50, 78 55 yeah. or something like yeah. that and by the time we're done he'll be up to about 70 and i'm like that's just gross that's just absolutely gross i got it up to 80 the other day and then closed it that's too much but the cigars will suck it up it's back down to a 60 now folks do not take humidor <laughs> tips from jeff that's all i'm saying do not take humidor tips from jeff so. I've had to clean it out a couple of times. All right. Vinegar so, it and whatnot. How about we do uh, one more question for Ask the Boys? Hi, this is Noah from Eau Claire. I'm currently enjoying a cigar and relaxing. I was wondering, for the Ask the Boys, what is your favorite cigar memory? What were you smoking, and what were you doing at the time that it's such a great memory? Thanks. Keep up the... Good work. Love your show. And I am team shitting naked. Thank you. <laughs> Good man. Team shitting naked. There's a shirt we got to make. Oh, <laughs> I think. Oh, my God. All right. Well, no. You don't want to. You want to be unencumbered. That's all I'm saying. I mean, look, you know, sometimes you just can't completely strip down. I, you know. I mean, I do it at rest areas. Well, yeah, but that's because you're trying to attract all the lady boys that are in the parking lot. <laughs> anyway. No, the thing uh, is, it's it's really not that awkward to like, go out and get in the sink and somebody else comes in. I would imagine bidet. that would be horribly awkward. Yes, I would imagine that would be horribly awkward. Yeah. Anyway, as to... You want to be fresh. Favorite cigar memory. It's I, I've covered this a couple times before, but... Um, I was out in Las Vegas. It would have been April of 2019. I had gone out there just kind of as a uh, relax and uh, 
reset kind of trip, you know. And the last night I was out there, it was a Wednesday night, and I'm sitting out uh, at the uh, Davidoff of Geneva cigar bar there on the Strip. And I had a number of cigars, I had some drinks, and I'm just sitting out there. It was about 70 degrees at night, little breeze rolling through. Uh, the cl- sky was clear, lots of stars, and I'm just sitting out and enjoying my cigars and just having a wonderful, wonderful time. And it was just, it, it was one of those things where I was just able to completely decompress and enjoy the evening. As for what I was smoking, I did buy a few things from the uh, Cigar Lounge. I know one of them would have been the Davidoff uh, Nicaragua, I believe. The uh, little orange band. I'm pretty sure that was one that I yeah. had out there. Um, and if not, then I, I, I know I had a Davidoff of some sort because I know I would have bought from them. But they also had no problem with you bringing your own cigars. And I had verified that beforehand. And so, you know, knowing it's a Davidoff bar and knowing that I'm going to be there for a while... Look, you know, I I say all the time, make sure you're buying from the place that you're at to support the place that you're at. However, with that being said, I did bring some cigars to this place because, let's be real, I would have spent $500 if I would have bought all the cigars that I smoked that night there. And so I know at least one of those cigars was the uh, Perdomo 10th Anniversary Reserve Champagne. Of course. You wouldn't have a good evening without one. Hey, I, it's rare that my travel humidor doesn't have one of those. I can it. verify that. So. Now, I, on the other hand, one of my favorite cigar memories, and I've talked about several of them on the podcast. I've talked about this one before, but it was the night after the Weston Tobacco Festival. That was also really, really high Oh, up man. There. We, we were so blessed that night Yep, because we, we basically weaseled our way into a uh, private after party. Yeah, sitting there on the deck at Corey Frisbee's house uh with Manuel Casada and Oscar Valadares just talking about life and cigars and and everything under the sun. And we had Tron there. It was great. It was just a wonderful, wonderful night. And and having, you know, these two guys, Manuel, who's been in the cigar industry for so long, you know, Oscar, who has been in the cigar industry since, well, he started his brand in 2012. He's been in it for much, much longer you know, these guys, they bring so much institutional knowledge to the table. And they're just sitting there talking, you know, just having a good time and just being casual and talking to one another about about the industry that they're both in. And it, it was just a wonderful time. It really was. That was a that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I got so. to tell a whale joke. So that's always a bonus bonus. Ugh, you and that whale joke. <laughs> it's the greatest joke ever. Anyway. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and close out this week's Ask the Boys. So remember, folks, you can leave us a voicemail and uh, have your question played on the show as well. You want to dial area code 863-874-0000 and make sure you leave your question for Ask the Boys. All you got to do, just remember, start off with uh, just introducing yourself. Say either your actual name or your Instagram name, whichever you prefer, and uh, then you can go into your question and we will be sure to answer it on a future episode. So, Jeff, how about we give away some cigars? I'm all in. So, while yeah. you're doing that, I just finished up the Firecracker. Yeah. What a good little cigar that was. It's a fantastic cigar, it man. It really is. It really is. I was going to try to hold that to the end of the show, but I don't have a cigar pick, and I was down. So, we have, uh, 
We have some uh, cigars from our friends over at Martinez Cigars to give away. It's a Martinez prize pack featuring um, six cigars from their line. All you have to do to claim this prize is send me an email at nick at cigar pulpit, N-I-C-K, at cigar pulpit, uh, com, and just shoot me an email saying I'm the winner with your mailing address, and we'll be sure to get those cigars sent to you as soon as possible. You will love these sticks. They're great. And so if you want to enter to win in our weekly giveaways... All you have to do is go over to cigarpulpit.com and sign up for our email newsletter. That'll come out, you know. Eventually another one. Some yes. Point, We've know, had one. When we when we do another one. Although COVID lockdown did mess with the uh, it newsletter. It messed with a lot. So. Yeah, it did. But anyway, uh, make sure you go over and sign up for that. And then once you sign up, you're on the list. As long as you're signed up for the uh, newsletter, you're signed up for the weekly giveaways. There you go. So this week's giveaway winner is JT Baker. JT J.T. Baker. J.T. Baker. So, J.T., all you got to do is just send me that email by Monday of next week, and we will be sure to get some awesome cigars sent your way. So, Nick, coming up on the show this Friday, we're going to be opening the My Monthly Cigar Box. We are going to be opening With our buddy Nick Gervais. I was going to say, we're going to have Nick Gervais of My Monthly Cigars on the uh, podcast as we open up the July My Monthly Cigars Box. Now, I will say a lot of folks may have already gotten their My Monthly Cigars box, but we uh, we held off on uh, opening it since there are five Fridays in the month, and so it kind of gave us the opportunity last week to uh, Do, feature, uh, feature Jonas Santana of yeah. Blackbird Cigars. And folks, if you missed it, we did release a um, special episode on Saturday. Bonus episode. It was the audio from a Instagram Live conversation that we had with um, Oscar, uh, Oscar Valadares, yep. exactly. It's one of those things you're going to want to go check that out if you missed that. Yeah, he was very candid during that interview. It was it was enjoyable. We had it was a lot a good of fun. Time. It was a good time. So, so Nick, I mentioned my monthly cigars, but what is my monthly cigars? My monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription <laughs> service where you can get cigars <laughs> sent to your door every month in a nice little box. Uh, they come in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. And both- I normally prefer a smaller box, but in this case, the bigger one's better. Uh, well, yeah, because you get two of everything that's in the Robusto box. Exactly. You yeah. can hoard them. Exactly. And both the uh, Robusto <laughs> and Presidente box feature the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you sign up today using offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on your first box, or it will get you 20% off any of the items in the online store because they have this nifty little online store where you can buy cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff, I think it's time for our friend, Larry the Mute. Oh, I didn't think he was going to make it today. No, he made it. He made it. So, Larry the Mute's here with another weekly review of the gas station stuff. Going on, Larry. So what what are we what are we reviewing today? So he's gonna go a little old school here. A little little basic. He's just gonna go with the straight Swisher Sweet Cigarellos Perfecto. Been there, done that. I'm sure you have. I have actually, yeah. So you're not you're not helping the the, the rumor that's out there that you actually are Larry the Mute. There's a rumor out there? Uh huh. Huh. There's speculation that you're Larry the Mute. Now I know that's not true. I, I know that. Know I'm looking at true. him. I was going to say, but 
There's people that believe, for whatever reason, that you were Larry the Mute. But yeah, so people nope. also thought you owned my monthly cigars because you have the same first name. Yeah, that's a little wrong. <laughs> that's so, way off. Way off. I don't want to stuff all those bags and boxes. That's work. I know, right? Yeah, that's not our shtick. It's like my kid needs to be a little older than he can, like you know, yes. do that little manual labor. So, anyway, Larry, why don't you go ahead and take it away with your review of the Swisher Sweet uh, Cigarellos Perfecto? What is the point of this? What in the hell, Jeff? You just can't let the guy win. All he wants to do is talk about cigars with us. I don't even know where to begin to tell you what's wrong with that statement. I'm just saying, dude. Just let it be. He wants to talk about cigars with us. He wants to contribute. Why do you have to shit on him every time? It's an audio podcast. Anyway. Well, Larry, once again, we thank you for your uh, time and effort and really appreciate you. Uh, Folks, make, if this was the, me, would I be the, this frustrated? Making the trek down to uh, just have Jeff shit all over you. So, anyway. Uh, I, I, like, I have no words. Anyway. Yeah. So, guys, tune in on Friday when we have Nick Gervais of My Monthly Cigars with us. He's going to reveal the winner of the uh, That's right. the contest, yes, the contest would have ended today, uh, Tuesday, June seventh. Yep. Um, he, he and Martinez Cigars have been doing a contest where uh, I know Nick at my monthly is giving away a number of really cool prizes. Yep. As part of the uh, the podcast group that we're in, and so you uh, you just want to. Follow, well, if you haven't already followed uh, my monthly and, and Martinez Cigars and done all the little things on their Instagram contest, you, you might be too late. But um, I don't know. It might be end of day today. But anyway, go go check out their Instagram yeah. pages, my monthly cigars and, and Martinez Cigars. And there's more coming. And that's the other thing. There's more coming. But Nick is going to be on our podcast on Friday. And not only are we going to open up the July My Monthly Cigars box, but he is also going to announce the winner of that contest. Yay. And there's going to be an announcement of another contest that will be starting on Friday the 10th. But wait, there's more. Yes. Yes. So make sure you tune in, A, to find out if you won, and B, to find out what the next contest is and what you can win in that. Damn straight. Yep. There you go. And you can find out more details about that contest at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator, on That's Instagram. my page. On our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and we're also on YouTube, and you can find us at CigarPulpit.com. All the socials. All the socials. Yes. So. Well, Nick, it's been a great cast. That was a good interview with Nick Perdomo. I really want to thank Nick Perdomo for taking time out of his day to uh, to talk to us. Like I said, I know, I know just by talking to him earlier, he's got a lot going on today. And he was very generous with his time, and we really want to thank him for, for making time to uh, sit down and talk with us as we as we smoke the Perdomo Firecracker. And that was a great stick. I really enjoyed it. I know it was a limited stick. So Props folks, to Two Guys Cigars. I was going to say, if folks, if you didn't get one from Two Guys Cigars, back when they put it on sale um, a couple weeks back, make sure you're stalking the site come September. Um, if you're a Perdomo fan, if you like more of the medium to really bold cigars. This is definitely a cigar you want to check out. This is this is a really great stick. Absolutely. And I'm 
Glad I still have 18 of them sitting in my humidor at home. Yeah, he's not sharing anymore no, with me. No, no, no. I didn't think so. No. I was afraid of that. You're done. You had your one. I had. It's my one and it's out. It's your one and out. Yep. You're, you're done. So, Well, this has been fun. It's been a good time. There you go. Well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Amen. I'm, I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky. and opinions of the hosts of the Cigar Pulpit do not necessarily reflect those of the advertisers and sponsors of the Cigar Pulpit.